Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 322. Inspiring journeys of today's most successful entrepreneurs, seven days a week. Greetings, Fire Nation. Are you looking for a graphic designer? How about 210,000 of them? 99designs is waiting to connect you to more than 200,000 graphic designers worldwide. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to find out how they can help you with your next logo, web, or apparel design. That's 99designs.com slash fire. 100% support, monthly webinars, giveaways, an annual meetup, a private forum, private email access to me, your success stories being highlighted on Entrepreneur on Fire. These are all the things you'll get when you join Fire Nation Elite, a tribe of like-minded individuals who have banded together to form a powerful community. Speaking from experience, this type of community is priceless. Find out for yourself by applying at firenationelite.com and schedule your 15-minute chat with me today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Michael O'Neill. Michael, are you prepared to ignite? I am totally prepared to ignite. That's my man. Michael is a host of the Solopreneur Hour podcast and producer of The Kick-Ass Life with David Wood. He is an in-demand speaker at conferences and organizations worldwide. His current mission is to support and educate solopreneurs, including those in internet marketing, network marketing, real estate, athletes, and more. As a bonus, he'd like to change the face of network marketing industry by teaching the correct way to build relationships with social media. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Michael, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then give us an overview of your business. Hello, EO Fire, Fire Nation. I'm Michael O'Neill, and I live in San Diego, California, uh, as does John. Yeah. And I have a, um, it's so amazing, first of all, to, to be on a show and, and really try to get out there and inspire people. So I have a, a, this great podcast that I literally just started a month ago. Uh, it's called the Solopreneur Hour. And the differentiation I make for solopreneurs is, I feel like entrepreneurs oftentimes want to build businesses and solopreneurs really want to build a life. They want to find time and financial freedom so they could be from all walks of life. They could be in real estate, basically any time where the person, when you hire their business, you're really hiring the person. That, those are the people I like to train. So it could be real estate. It could be athletes. It could be network marketers. It could be internet marketers. It could, I mean, you name it. Any of those people are solopreneurs. So I have this podcast that I'm really, really uh, happy about. And then I travel around and do a lot of social media training for all of those types of people, Um, whether it's a stylist in a salon or it's a group of network marketers or it's real estate agents, those people I like to train. And then finally, um, I'm affiliated with a a very recently with um, a company that David Wood, you guys, I know you're all big David Wood fans from the Kick-Ass Life. Of course. Company that he works with as well. And and, um, it's just phenomenal. It's a a really, really great uh, life to have built. Well, Michael, we're going to dive way more into the Solopreneur Hour podcast personally because 
I love your description of the solopreneur and that it is more about lifestyle than about the business because that's what I've done. I've created a business around a lifestyle, not a lifestyle around a business, so to speak. So I love the differentiation that you're making there and we're going to dive way into that. But before we do, you know it. Fire Nation knows it. We start every interview off with a success quote. So Michael, take it away. I don't know the key but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. Can I can I guess who that is? Yes. Bill Cosby. That is right. I'm sure. Has anybody ever said that? But I have another one just because I have a backup. Well, you don't need a backup because that is a very rarely used quote. I just loved it. And when I heard that yeah. Bill Cosby, of all people, Mr. Pudding, went ahead and had a quote like this, I was enamored by it. And so I use it all the time on other podcasts that I'm interviewed on. So go ahead and say it one more time, Michael, for Fire Nation, and then you can kick into your other quote. I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. Bill Cosby. And what's number two? Never take advice from broke, unhappy people. <laughs> and who said that? David Wood. Oh, well, then that's a goodie. People do it all the time. They'll, they'll listen to their, their best friend or who's like barely getting by and paycheck to paycheck. And they've got this, this great idea. And they really, really want to dive in. And they want to be an entrepreneur, a solopreneur or whatever. And their friend's like, no, you don't do this. You should just get a regular job. And they take that advice. Just think about that. Think about all the people that if, if they hadn't taken that advice, where the world would be. Powerful stuff, Michael. So again, you know that we love talking about stories and real examples. So choose an example from your life when you didn't take advice from some broke deadbeat. And how did that help? See, that's the problem is I think I've known a lot about the Bill Cosby success quote. I've never been one to please everybody. I've Very early on, I realized that, yeah, that's not really my thing. I'm, I'm not as much of a people pleaser as I am a... Uh, Michael, I, I please. my mind up and I kind of go. Yeah, I'm a bit of a Michael pleaser. Exactly. <laughs> um, I suppose I've never been someone that's really succumbed to peer pressure, if you will. And, and um, I think once you get enough, I think this whole theme of what I would love for my show to be is, is knowledge. And what I mean by that is people fear what they don't know, you know. And I think if people really want to learn about how to become a successful entrepreneur, the best thing to do is get as much knowledge as you can about it. So... I think one of the things I would do, I would immerse myself, and you and I might have talked about this actually, um, where if I got into something, whether it was like uh, BMX freestyle or uh, you know I'm a drummer, so I'll get into drumming, whatever, the first thing I would do back in the day is I'd get a magazine subscription of that thing, and I would learn everything about it. Right. Now I go to message boards and do things like that where I really try to learn to, to walk the walk and, and talk the talk because once you know a lot about a subject, you're more apt to make a a really great, wise business decision about it. Michael, you kind of avoided the question a little bit, which was a real story about when you got some advice for some broke deadbeat. And you know what? That's okay. I'm going to let you slide there because the next topic is failure. And you're going to come through and redeem yourself with a story of man when you just failed, when you fell flat in your face. Take us to that moment, Michael. Tell us that story and tell us how you overcame that horrible, difficult, challenging part of your life. You think I have a career in politics? Is that why? <laughs> so far, so good. So I have a sort of my failure slash challenge slash obstacle is that um, a few years ago, I lost both of my parents and um, they were just a few months apart. 
And in the process of having two sick parents in the U.S. healthcare system, I literally lost everything. At the time, mm. I was a, a creative director at a uh, design or a, a big, you know, Fortune 500 company, and I lost. I literally lost my house and cars and my whole retirement and the whole bit because my life was, you know, mom falls and breaks her hip, needs 24 days of rehab, and it's two thousand dollars a day. So it was just a real struggle for a few years. And I remember sitting on my brother's guest bed at the age of 37 with nothing. I mean, literally, I had $14. And I thought, okay, well, now what? Then what happens? Uh, the only thing I was certain of and really had heart core certainty about this is that I didn't want to work an hour for a dollar anymore. I didn't want to do that. I did not want to trade time for money. But I didn't really know what I was going to do. And... Um, that's really what started me down this path of being, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, a solopreneur was that is the, 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 that was it. I mean, just let's, what do we do now? Like, how does it, I, I suppose people could call it rock bottom, you know? Let's really drill down there, Michael. When you were on that bed with $14, what was one of the steps that you took soon after that, that started picking you up from that rock bottom level? I had two things that were really huge for me. One was unconscious at the time. Now it's a much more conscious decision I make in business. And that was to surround myself with uh, successful people. I, 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 had taken a, I had taken a gig from a guy who was a really successful internet marketer. And I was just doing some web. I was, so to a little background is I was a web guy for 18 years. I did design and development and all kinds of stuff for all kinds of different companies. And that was my background. And I was doing some freelance web stuff for this dude that was – he was crushing it. He was probably making five grand a day. And um, I, once I saw his energy and his, his life, I just went up to him and I said, you know, while we were working together, and I said, hey, you know, I, I could use a hand right now. I wasn't afraid to say, you know. And he said, I'll only work with you if you read, you know, these books and, and do these things. Um, one of which, one of the books was, and we've talked about this, was The E-Myth Revisited. Michael Gerber. Um, by Michael Gerber, uh, which, by the way, you can get at eofirebook.com. <laughs> You're um, the man. I've trained oh, you well. But it was Michael Gerber, and I remember sitting in that in – a, I was sitting at a, in a park in Denver, and I was reading it, and it just, it just clicked. I mean, literally, it was like <gasps> – and I just decided to – that was it. I started taking, uh, taking action, and that's part of my aha moment, by the way. Taking action. And part of yeah. the aha moment, it's okay that this story is bleeding into the next topic, Michael, because this is what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. It's about your journey. You're taking us through these periods of your life. So before we do move completely into that aha moment, I really want to just know when you went back to him and you said, okay, I've read these books, I've done these things, what happened then? First of all, he wouldn't work with me until I read the books. Like, if, if, In order for us to be on the same level and be able to sort of speak within the same vernacular, I needed a certain amount of knowledge. Like that had to happen. Otherwise, he would be trying to explain things to me that would have been way clearly explained in the books. So once he did that, I got the inside look at really what a successful internet marketer does. I really did get, would invest $50,000 on two web templates because one converted 3% more than the other did, right? So... And, and he was a guy that did kind of a hard goods deal. So he would, he would go, and when I first met him, I said, well, um, what do you do? And he said, well, I look where it's raining, and I put down a tarp. 
which I thought was kind of like, what kind of of answer is that? But when I learned about what he did, which was he was a real ninja with, um, with SEO and, you know, Google, he would really find out from a product standpoint, what searching for on the web, then he would go to Asia. He would literally buy an entire uh, container truck full of whatever this was, send it right to the company and then drive web traffic that already was there to his pages that he would really, really test and test and test. And he would just crush it. He probably, like I said, made about five grand a day doing that. So Michael, you learned about what he did. You read these books. You went to him and said, okay, sir, I have checked these blocks. What happened next? I understood the process at that point that I was like a fledgling, right? I was like this new dude. And I really had to I understood that the first key to this whole thing is learning and knowledge. You were a fawn in the meadow. Yeah. I mean, really, truly. But I also understood, I was very conscious of that, John. Like I was, I knew that I was new at this, you know, I knew that I, despite having a pretty good, you know, I had a pretty good background in web, so I could, I could actually make web things, but I didn't know a lot about driving search engine traffic or anything like that. And that's really what planted the seed for my first, uh, information product, which I ended up deploying. I had done about a month after that thing where I read the e revisited, I had joined a network marketing company, which I, by the way, I think people are, are, uh, because of knowledge, I think that it's uh, network marketing has such a stigma to it. So Michael, I'm not going to let you drift here. Cause I've now asked two times when you went to him after reading yeah. his books, what happened? What did he do? He taught me the process of how to launch a product. So he took you in. He said, Michael, you have done this now. I'm taking you under my wing and I will teach you the process. What steps did you take from that point? He gave me access. And I think that's really the key to a lot of this is once you get around the right people and you prove your mettle, if you were, if you will, they'll give you access. Uh, It's still up to you to hustle. Right. You really got to show them you got a little hustle in you. So he taught me the the steps, which were to find something that you're great at or something that really, really inspires you and create a product on it. Like you find a need, uh, you find a need for something that like, I think what a lot of people call it is a pain point, something that you walk around in your life and you go, man, I wish there was. And a lot of times, that's, that could be something. That could be a product. If you're within a bunch of people, within your hobby, within whatever you do, there's a thing that someone would say, man, I wish that. I wish there was a seven-day-a-week podcast. I wish there was a seven-day-a-week podcast. And now there is. That's amazing, right? <laughs> well, and then Pat Flynn, right? So he had his lead exam. You wouldn't ever think that uh, like a guy who is a, a, an architect could turn that idea into an internet marketing like juggernaut turned a thing where how do you how do you study for this one particular exam in a really niche area and turned it into a thing where he was making seven thousand ten thousand twelve thousand dollars a month just because he knew that industry he knew that he knew how to do it right and one point that i really want to bring out right here michael is that when you go to leaders in your industry like when you went to this guy and he took you in because you did what he required you to do you read the books you gained the knowledge necessary guess what this is a busy guy but he's a bright sharp guy and so he has a lot of different things that he just doesn't have time to implement so I'm sure that this guy was like Michael if I had the time if I was an octopus and had eight arms and if I had 50 hours a day these are a couple things I would do and so when you go Fire Nation to these people they can 
can share with you some great ideas that they're not able to take to fruition just because of lack of time and bandwidth. Yeah, and I'll add to that that I think that there's a real in in this industry in general when people are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs and they had to hustle to get there. I think there's a real air of servant leadership there. They like to help. They actually want to see people succeed, and we can do it on a really grand scale. But if someone comes up and says, "Hey," Would you mind giving me a hand? It's like, yeah, if you can show me that you've got a little bit of fire, absolutely. I would love to show you how to do this, right? Do you feel that, John? I feel that 100%. And I want to move into the next topic. But before I do, I just want to say that it is all about that fire. It's all about that passion and exhibiting that to influencers in your niche, in your industry. So Michael, for Fire Nation, boil it down to one clear lesson that you learned from picking yourself up off the ground from your major obstacle in life. You are seeking failure. You want to fail because the only way you want a hundred no's before you get to that yes. You want because if you haven't if you haven't failed, it means you haven't taken any action. Or you like just hit it out of the park right out of the gates. Uh, you know, kind of like you did, right? Um, just unbelievable. Like if you get enough no's, you will ultimately kind of look at your bank account and go, where where'd all these zeros come from? And you only do that by, by collecting no's, I think. Well, and on that point, Michael, I just had Nathan Laka, who's an incredible entrepreneur from Heyo on the show. And he talked so pointedly about the fact that I try to fail nine times as quick as possible because it takes nine failures for every one success. So that's a great takeaway for listeners. Go for the no, yeah. go for the failures because it's from those failures and those no's that you learn how to succeed. And so just like a cat has nine lives, every entrepreneur needs to fail nine times before that success. And I failed way more than nine times before I launched Entrepreneur on Fire on different ventures in my life. And Michael, you failed. You'll continue to do so. I'll continue to do so. It's part of the journey. And speaking of the journey, let's move into the aha moment. You mentioned that you've already bled a little bit into this. So let's just continue that and share with us, share with Fire Nation, that light bulb that went off. And what steps specifically, Michael, did you take? Tell us that story to turn that into a success. Well, I love this because this is something that anybody can do. This is a thing that 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 I believe is really the key to all of this. Again, I'm going to, I keep coming back to knowledge. I have a, a plan, a game plan for people, which is five books and you read them in order. And when you're done with that last book, you're going to be ready. Like that's the deal. And can I, do you mind if I go through them real quick? I'm going to write them down and right. they will be in the show notes in that order. I think you're going to, uh, you're going to have all of these in your queue, but number one, of course, is rich dad, poor dad. Um, and you do that, you read that that's by Robert Kiyosaki and you want to read that because it's going to give you a vocabulary. Like it's going to give you the vocabulary of kind of how you should be looking at money very differently than you were your whole life. Number two is the cash flow quadrant, also by Robert Kiyosaki. That's the second book. You learn to speak the language after you've learned the vocabulary of the rich dad, poor dad. The next one is so many Bible. It's the Bible of so many entrepreneurs around here, which is uh, Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. It's the Bible of effic- efficiency. And potential, efficiency and potential. If anybody looks at Tim Ferriss, they'll say that is an efficient dude. He's all about the 80-20 rule. Number four is the one we just mentioned, which is the E-Myth Revisited, which is 
by uh, Michael Gerber, and it's really learned to structure a successful business, how mentally and physically, how you should literally structure your business. And the fifth one is a little different than a lot of people might know, but it's called Strengths Finder 2.0 by Tom Rath. And it is a brilliant book. It is, um, you ever see the movie Rudy? Oh God, many times. Great, right? Awesome movie. Unbelievable. Well, this guy who was five, six, 145 pounds, worked his whole butt off, worked his butt off his whole life, finally gets to make the awesome play at the end of the game. It's like unbelievable, super inspirational. Meanwhile, this book says, BS, that dude who was 145 pounds and five, six had no reason or right to be on that football field. He spent 10,000 hours at something that he had a natural aptitude of a one, but a perseverance of a five. And then you look at a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan who have a natural aptitude of a five and a perseverance of a five, and you get a 25 out of that. So what this thing does is it's based on Gallup polls from all, you know, you've heard those, the Gallup poll is well, what, right? So <laughs> you've heard that, right? Of course. So this is, this takes all of this data that's been extrapolated for 75 years or so, puts it into this online test that takes about 45 minutes, and it's really difficult. The questions are gray to gray. Like you have to be really instinctual with how you answer them. But at the other end of it, it spits out your five greatest strengths, what you should be doing with your life, what path you should be going down, and then who to surround yourself with to become successful. I'm actually really excited, but a little nervous to read that too, because if that spits out something totally different, I'm going to be in a quandary. <laughs> Doubtful. I feel like you found your swing, dude. I have an honorable mention to uh, Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. If you want to do any sort of online or relationship marketing, um, I feel like that book in 2000, I guess it's 2009 it came out, it literally changed the game. It changed the whole face of how we do business. Well, Michael, these five books, plus the honorable mention, will be on the show notes page, eofire.com slash Michael O'Neill. Count on it. It will be numbered one to five in 5A for the honorable mention as well. They'll be there waiting for you, Fire Nation. And Michael, I want to move into present times now. You shared an amazing journey with us, obstacles, challenges, failures, aha moments that you've had because of these books and beyond. Talk about what's really exciting you right now. Well, I'm stoked about the Solopreneur Hour podcast. I've, I've spent the last year and a half um, as the producer of the Kick-Ass Life podcast with David Woods. So it's been really cool to do all the behind the scenes and, and build it. And then, of course, you've been on it. It was a killer show. I yeah. also produced a show called The Mechanic to Millionaire uh, with Dave MacArthur, who was a guy who literally at seven years ago was a Honda mechanic and now makes about twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a week. Which is pretty good. Um, Not bad. You know, it'll do. If you're in a pinch, if you, it'll squeak by if you need to pay the utility <laughs> bill. Um, but that show has been really cool and very inspirational to me. So I've decided I had a um, – and I'm totally going to name drop. But I had lunch with Pat Flynn about two months ago. And we were having like this great conversation over pizza. And he said, you know, dude, I really love – like I never get a chance to just sit and talk about this stuff. Like, you know, you're sort of on uh, – you're sort of on the clock, right? When you're, when you're either doing a presentation or you're doing a show or whatever, you've got to really be on it. You can't just kind of be relaxed and talk about what's going on for you. And I thought, what a cool idea for a show. So I decided to start my own podcast called the solopreneur hour. And it's a little bit different. It's not just an interview. Like we we're hanging out. Like I turn the, I turn the recorder 
And the concept is, is that my guest is really my co-host. And we get, it's kind of, you know, a la Joe Rogan podcast where they just kind of shoot it for about an hour. And whatever comes up, comes up. It doesn't have to be like, you were from here. And so killer first guest, um, a guy by the name of John Lee Dumas. From, oh, I love that guy. Uh, he's a killer guest. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, it's, so I'm so excited to have a chance to interview some of these people. And again, I'm a guy that sort of doesn't, I, I'm not afraid of, of tackling some subjects that are probably a little taboo in the world, like people that are in network marketing world. I want to uncover those. I want, I want to hear from people that are successful solopreneurs in every single walk of life because I think I can learn from Well, I can tell Fire Nation right now, Michael, that the Solopreneur Hour podcast is just that. It's a full hour. I mean, Michael really squeezes it out of you in a good way because we're just kicking back. We're talking. And I looked up and before I knew it, it was like 53 minutes had gone by. And I'm like, whoa, we got to wrap up soon. This is too bad because we were really on a pretty good chord there. And it's a great way if you just want to be on a long jog or you're on a plane ride and you just want to hear a couple guys rapping about how they feel and what's working for them and mistakes they've made. It's a great podcast. And again, that mentality shift of the solopreneur, it's about the lifestyle first, not the business first. I love that. I'm behind that 100%, Michael. So we're going to have that in the show notes as well. And we're going to take a second to thank our sponsor, 99designs. 97, 98, 99. Woo! 99designs is packed with over 210,000 graphic designers worldwide who are ready to help you with your next logo, web, apparel, or mobile app design. It's so easy to get started today. Simply visit 99designs.com slash fire. Tell them what you're looking for, and dozens of designers will submit quality designs created just for you. Not only does 99designs offer a complimentary design consultation with their San Francisco design team once you sign up, they also offer a continued world-class customer support 24-7 over the phone, via email, and on chat. Don't delay, Fire Nation. When you visit 99designs.com slash fire, you'll get a $99 power pack of services for free. That's right, Fire Nation. 99designs is offering you a $99 power pack of services for free. So visit 99designs.com slash fire to start your next design. And this is a perfect segue to my favorite part of the show. The lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, Michael. And you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, knowledge. Uh, I, had, I think that I didn't have enough knowledge of some of the industries that I was really interested in. And being this solopreneur, um, it was a fear. I was just a fear of taking action and, and failing. And I think that we all have that. But once you realize that just like an athlete, they expect to miss a lot of shots. They expect it. This is part of the deal, but eventually they start making more than they miss. So knowledge for me was really the, the biggest thing that once I read those, like I was armed, right? I just felt like I was ready to take on whatever, wherever my heart led. And it's led in a bunch of different ways in the last four years. I will tell you that. Love that. Mike, what's the best advice you've ever received? The business and really life, not just business, is all about relationships. You can have an insane skill set and be broke. Or you can have a decent skill set, a bit of hustle, 
and the right people surrounding you and becomes, you know, insanely successful from that. Just, and the second, like, part B to that is say yes. Stop questioning things. Leaders say yes, and they explore every single opportunity. Michael, what's one specific action that Fire Nation can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? To get those books. And I know I keep leveraging those things, but but I, I feel like it's, if you have this, if you're armed with this knowledge, I literally think you can do any business you want. You can get in there. And maybe it's not those books, but find where the people are. Find the people that are successful in doing what you want to do and, and start surrounding yourself with them. That was the part B, by the way. I know this is lightning round, but this was very intentional. Like you did this and I did this, which was you went to blog world at the time and you got to know everybody that was super successful in the space you wanted to work in. Yes. Right. And I've done the same thing. I've like attempted to grow relationships with these people. You were being one of them, of course, Amy and all these other people that are local to us, but don't underestimate that power because when people see that you've got some hustle and you really take the time to build relationships and be so grateful that you're getting 25 seconds of their very, very busy time, you will watch your life improve exponentially. Michael, you are a phenomenal example of this. I can just say this, and yeah, this is the lighting round, but I mean, we're going to break some rules here because this is such an important topic. I mean, I first moved to San Diego, you found out about it, and you wanted to link up. And you know what? I was busy. I had a lot of things going on. I had a couple meetups with you that I had to cancel, and you didn't let it turn you off or walk away. You kept up on it, and then we had a great meetup, and we went for a nice walk with a coffee and sat down and had a nice chat. You got to meet my girlfriend, Kate, and then you sent us flowers that day afterwards thanking us for opening up our home to you because you did come in and check the studio out, and we really showed you around, and it was a great time, and you and I built up a friendship in that short morning, and it's continued onwards and will continue forward. And I'm looking forward to it. And you know, then I get an email a couple weeks later from Rick Mulready, one of my good friends. And he said, hey, John, we're coming down. We're going to get together with Pat, yourself, Amy, Caleb. And I was like, yeah, I love these guys. I hang out with them at conferences. They're friends. And then who was on that email? Michael O'Neill, because you continued to work and to build relationships. You weren't afraid to reach out to people and you weren't afraid to get on that. And then we had an amazing lunch and you built up even more relationships there. So you're doing the right things. And it's a great takeaway for Fire Nation. And listen, you can go in like I did at my first blog role, like Michael has done in the past and continues to do and make relationships with people in industries that you want to have relationships with. Add value, be kind, be a human being and great things will happen. What a great time we had at that lunch too. And, and I think the real important thing about that is to be... Just understand that you're speaking with someone who's probably, obviously they're very successful, probably really busy, and just be grateful. Be grateful for every every opportunity uh, you can, you know, to, to interact with them because you can get a lot of, there's a lot of nuggets. On that lunch, there was a lot of nuggets <laughs> yeah. in, that, in that lunch. So it was a good spot to be. And I don't know how the internet didn't break because everybody was there. Right. <laughs> Michael, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I'm using this thing um, called Facebook. Have you? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm using right now? I'm really digging is Buffer. Have you used Buffer yet? No. It's, um, Buffer BufferApp.com. And what's cool about it? And I think I first saw it on Amy's website. Just a little share. I was like, "What's Buffer? You can you can um, you know how like uh, with you know some of the some of the services out there, you can publish to all the sites at the same time. Right. Like Hootsuite. 
Yeah, like Hootsuite. Buffer's really cool because you can spend like 20 minutes at the beginning of the day and you can scan all your websites and Twitter and Facebook and find things that you are interested in and then you just click buffer and it'll just put them in a queue where it'll disseminate that information like say on Facebook, it'll do four posts a day for you at certain times and you can fully customize all the times and connect as many accounts as you want to it. So if you have different fan pages, if you have different Twitter accounts, whatever, you can just load up your buffer and they, each one of them might have like 10 posts, which might take you through three days of posting. Does it make sense? Makes a ton of sense. It's killer. Like I really dig it because it's that it's part of that be everywhere idea where you're still out there and you're publishing. But you know how it is. Like I've been at a conference for the last few days and I've been really like off the radar. But with Buffer, I can keep all my posts current, which is really cool. It's that be everywhere in four hour work week mentality of leveraging your time combined into one. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Michael O'Neill. So Michael, you've already mentioned the five books and the bonus, those are going to be linked up on the site as well. And Fire Nation, you can get the audio version of any of those books that you want for free if you haven't already done so by going to where, Michael? eofirebook.com. Boom. I have trained him so well, eofirebook.com. And Michael, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelters taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? And let me cut in here and say, I think you're going to do pretty awesome, Michael. <laughs> well, first of all, I love this question. I love it. I've always taught this. It's the mentality of the quote unquote civilians versus the mentality of entrepreneurs. Right. So like if you gave 500 bucks to a regular person, they would scrimp and save. Like they would try to make it last as long as they could. Whereas if you have 100 to Robert Kiyosaki or Donald Trump, they'd make it $50,000 before you knew it. They would just invest. So for me, I'd build my infrastructure. Uh, I'd probably get like a 99 cent domain name on GoDaddy, link it to a WordPress.com account. I'd set up Twitter, my personal Facebook account, and a business Facebook page, YouTube, you know, the whole bit. I do all the free social media stuff. Then I do one of two things, John. Number one, I would either try to identify a pain point in society or within my my realm, my niche, I have like hobbies and I do things. I try to identify a pain point and I create a podcast. For me, I love podcasting. I create a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel about it. And I generate income by coaching, speaking, or doing affiliate marketing on that. I'd align myself with experts in the field uh, and glean as much knowledge as I could about the subject. That would, be, that would be one thing I would do. The other thing I would consider is I would research a number of successful network marketing companies, their products, and I'd pick one that matched my criteria to start building a passive income stream, all of which could be done well, well, well under $500. You have just shared an amazing journey. You've shared an amazing roadmap to what any listener could do right now because it's all right there waiting for them. So thank you for sharing that and give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best ways that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. A small piece of guidance, which is don't complain about the economy. You can create your own economy. People complain about getting like a 50 cent raise or a dollar an hour raise. 
well, what if you were only, what if you were 10% as successful as John Lee Dumas or Pat Flynn or Amy Porterfield or any of these amazing people on the web? What if all you did, so instead of making, you know, we see Pat's income reports, he's making 60, he's made $100,000. What if you only made $10,000 that month? What if you were just 10% as successful? What would that do to your life? What if you were only making $1,000 a week in passive income? So the takeaway is get inspired, learn, learn about whatever you want, your path, learn some more, surround yourself with success, take action, fail, take more action, fail a bit more, take more action. And before you know it, you will be losing track of zeros in your bank account. Michael, where can we connect with you? Well, I want to clarify, everyone misspells my last name. Um, it's O-N-E-A-L. So if you're going to go to the show notes, it's Michael O-N-E-A-L. And, uh, so, you know, I've, I've taken the page out of your book and we go to, uh, you know, the solopreneurhour.com. I have them going to solohour.com. Nice. So find me and the show and I would love, you know, check it out and let me know what you guys think. It's new. It'll be shiny new when you get to it. But solohour.com is the best way. And I'm at uh, It's About Social on Twitter. And uh, that's good enough for, the, for how to reach out to me. Well, we as Fire Nation are going to reach out to you and look forward to listening to the Solopreneur Hour podcast at solohour.com. This is all going to be linked up in the show notes, eofire.com slash Michael O'Neill, N-E-A-L. Michael, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, brother. Fire Nation, have you seen the video I just created on FireNationElite.com yet? If not, I think you're going to want to see this. In this video, I talked about my passion for the new elite mastermind community we're creating, Fire Nation Elite. I'd love for you to visit the site and check out the video to learn more about Fire Nation Elite. Then, if you're interested, fill out an application and schedule your one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. That's FireNationElite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 